What is going on, everybody? It's your boy Rob back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I'm okay. I'm cool. I've had a very long day. I've been off track. I've been off schedule. But you know what? I'm bike. I'm bike. I'm bike. Matter of fact, yeah. Back in the building, man. Got some uh some things to talk about here today. <laughs> uh, I'm in a relationship again. So I'm just going to talk you through some of the things I went through with that. Let's get into it. You know how we do. How y'all feeling, man? Y'all y'all doing all right out there? It's been about a week since I talked to y'all. I miss y'all. Thank you for continued support in the Facebook group, on Instagram, on social media, all that good stuff, man. Shout out to everybody that's shooting the DMs. Shout out to Nas, Escobar. Shout out to Hit Boy. King's Disease 2 is another bomb-ass album. 2021 has been very generous for music. Let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, I, if I told y'all everything, I don't even think y'all believe it, man. So let's get right into it. I actually posted this last week, and now I got to repost it. <sighs> Learning from your past relationships. Man, listen, let me tell you what I've been through as a 36-year-old black man. Uh, my last relationship ended badly. Caught her in lies. She cheated. Second woman to cheat on me. Right, my first girlfriend and my last girlfriend. The one in the middle, uh, we just had communication issues, and there is a strong need for growth and maturity on both parts. And, uh, yeah, that was really that. Um, I could say more, but I'm not. Now, I always take breaks in between relationships, man. Like, I'm always stopping, thinking, reflecting. Where did I go wrong? Or what can I have done better? What could I have done differently? Not that I'm blaming myself, but, you know, when you're in a situation, you're just doing what you got to do to survive sometimes. You kind of befumble your way through things. But when it's over, you can really take a step back and look at it and say, mm, I should have went left instead of right. I should have went right instead of left. I should have stopped at that stop sign. Uh, I should have been cautious at the yellow light. All those things, right? So I went on a heavy, <laughs> heavy journey, man. I, I did some some podcast uh, episodes based around that. Uh, Clubhouse, I was all on Clubhouse just talking about my relationships and listening to people's advice about relationships and men and women and yada, yada, yada. Uh, Listen to a lot of Kevin Samuels. I don't care how y'all feel about him. The man speaks a great deal of truth. Um... For me personally, one of the overall messages that I got was what I want matters too. Uh, I used to be a caterer, not the cooking kind, but like roll out the red carpet. I mean, a woman literally just almost had to just show up and put in zero effort. And I would just be doing all the things just to get a wink, smile, some attention, a phone call, sex, whatever. Just energy from her. And, you know... At the age that I'm at now, you have to look. I mean, I wish I would have really, I, I wish I would have really, 
truly realized this sooner in my life is you're you're the prize too, bro. <laughs> like you bring a lot of stuff to the table. People get uncomfortable when they say, "What do you bring to the table?" But you know, you bring a lot of stuff to the table. Um, and zero shade, but you can look at look at you know the people you know, when they're done with you or when their relationship's over. You can tell when someone's lost something and if it impacts them. You know what I'm saying? Um, when you're in a, I feel like you're better together in a relationship, in the right relationship. So naturally, if you're better together and you separate, you know, you're going to feel it. Uh, but one thing that I can definitely say is never really felt a huge loss. My second relationship, for sure. Uh, but... The other two, not so much. Um, you know, not to throw any shade or dissing on them or anything. Again, no shade. This is just my experience. When you think about what you no longer have when someone's not around, uh, it, it can be a scary thing. Um, and sometimes it leaves you in a far worse situation than you were in um, even before you got with them. Uh, but I say all that to say that... Uh, what what men want and what men think and what they have to say matters too. I did a whole series called The Line Is Not Secure. Uh, kidding, not kidding, because we have been silenced. Now, I know there are some people out there screaming and freaking out. I'm not talking about in society. I'm not talking about the societal norms where women have been oppressed and, you know, we're having an era of booming, beautiful, wonderful, especially our black queens, um, blossoming and doing their thing. Nothing against that. I don't have an issue with that. I'm talking about in private, more intimate settings. Uh, pick any classic black movie and look how the men tiptoe. Um, even phrases like happy wife, happy life. Uh, you know, hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. You know, the wife's called. Like, just that kind of stuff. I can't be that guy. Um, what I want matters. If I want to play Xbox and drink beer, I'm going to play Xbox and drink beer. If I want to go hang out with the homies, I'm going to go hang out with the homies. If I want to go buy something and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing financially and our bills are taken care of and things are straight, I'm going to go do that. If I feel a way about something or see something that I don't like, I'm going to say something to you about it so that we can address it and fix it. You know, um, I was, I am non-confrontational, but the downside to being non-confrontational is at times you avoid conflict and you try really hard to avoid conflict and sometimes you just suck it up and you quote unquote just do it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. You just do it so that it's over with, it's out of the way, nobody has to fuss. You know, uh, simple example. Let's say you and your girl, you and your wife agree, hey, I'm going to do with dishes Monday through Thursday You'll do them Friday through Sunday. And for the past, you know, one Saturday, oh, babe, I'm tired. Can you do it for me? I got you. Yeah, yeah, cool. I got you, babe. Boom. Knock them out. Next weekend, oh, babe, can you do that? Boom. Knock it out. I got you, babe. Don't worry about it. Before you know it, you're doing the dishes Monday through Thursday and Saturday. And then when you say something about it at, uh, at a later time, after you've already done it six or seven times, because you just did it because you didn't want to start an argument, or you like you really wanted to probably say, babe, you know, we agreed to this. I did it all my days. I was tired some days, too. I'm going to need you to hold up your end of the bargain. Most men don't want to face whatever it is she's going to say as a rebuttal. Oh, you don't love me. Oh, wow, it's just dishes. You can't just knock this out for me. 
well, look at what I do for you. You know, it's always something. You're rarely going to get, you know what? You're right, babe. I need to do that. <laughs> rarely. Uh, so that's a small example. But that that's what I would do. Um, no longer. Um, also, and learning from your past relationships, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to blend that with setting expectations and boundaries. My current girlfriend, man, when I tell you, first of all, we got hooked up by a, a family member, um, which was interesting. One of her family members. I, we had each other's number for a little minute, but we just never used it. I felt like I wanted to be for the streets. Uh, the streets was like, nah, get out of here. You don't belong here. Um, long, short, uh, she'll probably be on the podcast one day to to talk about these things and give you, you know, her perspective. But uh, long story short, I texted her. She texts back. And ever since the first text message, we've talked, uh, I want to say, probably every day since. And that's not, I'm not even that dude. Like, even some of my friends listening right now are probably laughing like, what? Yeah, I know. I'm not even that dude. But with her, I am. Things are a little different. Setting expectations and boundaries. So one of the things that I did with her that I probably didn't do with my exes was uh, be a bit more, be more upfront sooner. You know how you kind of ease into it? Like you're getting to know someone, you talk and you drop tidbits of information here, tidbits of information there. Not that you hiding anything or trying to be deceptive, but you're just like, I don't want to overwhelm this person, right? Well, I didn't do that because one, in my healing and reflecting, I realized I'm older, I want to be married. I want to have children. I've dated long enough and I've dated enough women and learned enough about dating to know what works for me and what doesn't. And one of the things that does work for me is me being upfront because I don't like to waste my time and I don't like to make anyone else feel like they're wasting their time. So here it is. Bow. Here's the Robert Wilson Jr. portfolio. I will give you an overview. If you want to dig deeper into one of these chapters, ask a question. 90% of the time, I'm going to answer your question. Um, so uh, I'm definitely more upfront sooner because I need to know, I need you to be look at the picture I'm painting to see if you want to be a part of this art gallery. Um, so, or if I can be in this art gallery, however you want to put it. So... That actually worked out well with her because she's very inquisitive. She asked a lot of deep, interesting questions. Plot twist, ladies and gentlemen. She has been just... The, the reciprocal behavior is off the charts. Never, never have I talked to, flirted with, dated, or been with a woman that has reciprocated information-wise, verbally, clearly, um, more than she has. Like, if she asks a weird, awkward, tough question and I answer it, she will answer it. If I ask a weird, tough, awkward question, she will answer it. Like, I've never gotten that before. I've been so used to, quote-unquote, playing the game. Chasing after, picking up the breadcrumbs um, until I can get put together a slice of bread. Meanwhile, all my cards are on the table. You can still pluck from the deck, and you probably got to... And your, your hand probably is mid, honestly. Um, usually when you dig a little deeper, sometimes it's like, okay, that's that's what you didn't want to talk about. You got bad habits. I got bad habits, too, right? We be hiding the, the most dumb stuff sometimes. But 
Didn't get that with her. Now, this is just through text messaging, man. A lot of impressive stuff happened in these text messages. And I must say, she impressed me so much that some of the boundaries that I said I was going to have in place while dating, I removed for her. Um, I was like, man, I'm not going to be Meals on Wheels. I used to be Meals on Wheels, y'all. Like, women knew, <laughs> like, if I go on a date with Rob, I ain't paying for nothing. And you get, like, two, three of them things. Um, and I'm not rich, and I'm not talking about anything super extravagant. But if you go on a nice date and y'all hit up two or three events, you're spending over $100. Um, that is quite, that can be quite a bit if you're doing that, you know what I'm saying? Three, four times a month. So that's just my take on things. Some people might be like, oh, you cheap. Well, um, to the average guy, or I guess career wise, I have an average career that can put a dent in your pocket real quick. Um, and that's dating a woman, not women. So one of the things I said is I'm not going to be meals on wheels. Like we going Dutch on dates and yada, yada, yada. Um, I pay, I still pay for the first date though. But anyway, fast forward to uh setting expectations and boundaries. I definitely uh set expectations and boundaries in our conversations. As did she. Like I told her, these are my deal breakers. These are some of the things I like. These are some of the things I don't like. These are some of the things I've experienced. So a line has definitely been drawn. Um. And she's done the same thing. And that feels good, too, when the line is drawn. Now, obviously, it doesn't mean new things can't come up. You know, over time, people change, things change. But uh, overall, I feel like I have a very clear picture of what I need to be doing, what I can do, what I can't do, what is too much, what's crossing the line. And she has the same. Um, Sidebar, she spent the entire... Uh, my Labor Day weekend with me. So from Thursday last week, she just left today. Um, <laughs> y'all are getting this uh, same day. Yeah, she just left today, man. And, you know, not one complaint, one argument, one fight, nothing. No, it was just cool. It was chill. It was like, it felt like she's always been here. Like, it felt like we've always been together. That's what it feels like. Um, and we did quite a few things, um, but nothing, you know, crazy or extraordinary. We just chill, have fun, enjoyed each other's company, great conversation. So those, I would say those boundaries and expectations, you know, because of the way we came at each other and the way we've been so transparent and the actions and the words are aligning, I think both of us have definitely uh, been way more loose with our boundaries or even just threw some out the window altogether because... The person is showing and proving. And that brings me to my last point, which is giving someone a fair chance. But before I do that, I need to shout out to our affiliates. Yo, so first of all, shout out to JCreate on the beat. Uh, thank you for giving me permission to use this. Y'all make sure y'all check out JCreate on SoundCloud. Also, make sure you check out Romo on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Help support him and Baskat. Check them out as well. Their links will be in the bio. But the first, the first, the first, the first affiliate I want to shout out is definitely Acre Gold. Um, Acre Gold is a dope service. You can pay a monthly subscription towards physical bars of gold. I have a few. Um, I'm getting another one fairly soon, I think. I need to check my account. But 
you know, click the link in the bio, sign up. If you want to invest in something tangible, it's gold, man. You can keep it, you can pass it down to your relatives, uh, you can resell it, or you can just melt it down and make some dope jewelry. Next up, we have Garner's Garden, black owned, 100% organic products, hair care, skin care, oral health care. They sell all kinds of stuff for you. And I have a few of their products. I actually use their face scrub. That thing leaves my face shining. It gets all the oil and excess dirt off my face. I actually love it. I'm starting to get back into my habit and routine of using that a couple times a week. So shout out to Garner's Garden. And last but not least, Jot Farms. Man, listen, those of you who are business owners or people who are in an industry where you need to collect data or ask people questions and you need them to respond to a set of questions and you want a little bit of customization to make your forms look the way you want them to look, holler at Jot Forms. That is who we use when we book guests. They fill out our Jot Form questionnaire. It automatically gets sent back to us and stored with Jot Forms. Another thing, I've never said this before, but I love the fact that they have a very, very, very friendly mobile app. Um, I typically download my completed questionnaires as PDFs and I put them in Google Drive with my um, guest profiles. I put all their information together. So I love the versatility and the tools that are offered by JotForms. So y'all make sure y'all check out our, our affiliates. Those links are in the description. All right, so giving someone a fair chance. That is what uh, me and my shorty did. You know, um, we talked about the past trauma. I know some people, some people don't believe in talking about old relationships or exes, right? Now, I don't like when someone, un, uh, what's the word? I don't want to say unprovoked. But without me asking you, if we're just sitting and, you know, there's a bird that flies by. You be like, you know what? My, I used to hate when my ex-boyfriend chewed uh, Doritos when he was watching TV. You know, when you have those moments um, too often, it makes me feel like you got some healing you need to do. Uh, but I digress. That, that was just, ugh. That, that just grinds my gears. But I think relationship history is important. I think you should ask about relationship history for a few reasons. One, it lets you know what that person has been through and what they have experienced. Two, you can try if you are a, uh, let me see, <laughs> if, you're, if you're intelligent enough, you can kind of gauge whether or not they're healed. You can kind of gauge those emotions. Is this person healed? You know, they told me about, you know, if she tells me about a guy she dated and um, he worked at a pizza place and she used to hate pizza, pizza hut boxes. Whenever she sees a pizza hut box, she gets triggered. And, you know, she said, no, but I'm past that now. I love pizza, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, a month into us dating, she comes over, um, to, and says she needs to use the bathroom and walks through the kitchen and sees a pizza hut box and spazzes on me. Okay. Yeah. You, you're still thinking about this pizza thing. Maybe you need to unpack some stuff. Um, not, that's not to say run away, that's a red flag, but it helps to know if where someone is in their healing journey, because that gives you the tools that you need to step up in the places you need to step up, or it lets you know, you know what, mm, I don't think you're far enough in this journey, and I don't know if I want to deal with this, so no, 
right? But uh, her and I spoke, and I'm very, I would, eh, I'm not going to compare. Um, my healing journey is, uh, I don't want to say complete, we're always healing, but I don't have any emotional connections to my past relationships. Those conversations have been had, the closure has been gotten, the reflection has been done, the growth has occurred or taken place with me. Um, and I feel the same way about her. So um, we do bring things up every now and again. If a situation is similar, we'll laugh. Like she's even said a couple times, wow, you know, I'm not used to this because I came from this type of environment with this type of person. And you're like the opposite. So I may be a little standoffish, but you're not doing anything wrong. I'm just not used to someone being this way with me. And so that lets me know that, I, one, I'm doing the right thing, and two, she's letting me know, hey, I don't want you to think I'm having a bad reaction or a creepy reaction to what you're doing. It's great. I'm just not used to it yet. That's another thing that comes with healing. Um, like with her, I'm just completely at ease. I, I can burp around her, fart around her. I did. Don't judge me. Um, I'm comfortable. She said, "She." this is one of the few times I've heard a woman say, I want you to be your true authentic self, and then when you do it, there's not a problem. Like, there's not a, oh, wow, that's your third beer. Oh, that, you about to eat another cupcake? Babe, that's a lot of potato chips. I'm not saying that these things aren't going to come, but I didn't get any of that. And be quite honest, <laughs> upon my observations and her observations, we could probably don't have very much room to talk shit about each other and the things that we do anyway. So that felt good as well. Um, it, there's just a lot that has been coming to mind and a lot that's been going on with this new relationship. It is quite fresh, um, not even a month old yet. It will be soon. But I wanted to hop on here and just uh, share that with y'all because there's just a lot going on in the world. Y'all can see that there is, dare I say, a spiritual battle, a battle of the minds, a battle of the soul, a battle of just uh just just internal struggles and battles man we're being exposed to so much stuff on social media and people are fighting and arguing and throwing energy into so many things and it can distract you and it can weigh you down it can attach things to you that don't need to be attached um you know when you feed into that stuff before you know it, it has more of an impact on you than you think None of us are invulnerable, man. If you sit around something long enough, it will impact you and have an influence on you before you know it. And then next thing you know, you're trying to figure out what the heck just happened. Why did I miss out on all these beautiful, wonderful things on my, in my life? And it's because you have let this muck and guck stick to you. I'm not going to talk about anyone or anything in particular. Uh, if you're in the black community, <laughs> if you're in the hip-hop community... If you're in the social media community, if you're in a, the politics community and you kind of follow some of these things as a black person, then you already know what I'm talking about. There's quite a few things. Uh, it's, it's a lot. But I say all that to say um, find yourself, take time for yourself, take care of yourself, especially if you're trying to get back out here dating. Like this is the way I date now. Like, let's get to it. I'm not saying we got to get married tomorrow, but let's have a real-ass conversation of what, what does your future look like? What does my future look like? 
if we were to be together and this situation happened, how do you think you feel? You know, and it's an ongoing conversation. You can't hold someone accountable for what they said to you the first month y'all met, you know, 24 months from now. Y'all different, <laughs> you know? But what I love is that um, I know that I can have open and honest conversations with her and the information is going to be reciprocated. I am not going to be the only one giving. I am not going to be the only one that is uncomfortable. I'm not going to be the only one that has to scratch their head and say, damn, you got me. I don't, I don't know, baby. I don't know. So... Oh, and we get each other's sense of humor. That's really important to me. And she has a sense of humor. That's really important to me, too. Like, if you don't have a sense of humor, I can't do the whole I'm serious all the time. Nah, not for me. So we're giving each other a fair shot. We're giving each other a fair chance. We definitely did that. Um, our dates have been fantastic, man. Listen, when I saw her for the first time, you know, like, you see someone on social media and you like, all right, cool, yeah, all right, mm, all right. And then, like, we FaceTimed before we met met in person. So I saw her on FaceTime. I said, like, all right, she, she cool, you know what I'm saying? She look good, you know? All right, word. Yo, that first day, I think I said this before, but who cares? That first date, I said, oh! But she got out that car. Hey. Hey. Listen, man. <laughs> I was like, mm, mm. Some pictures did you no justice. FaceTime did you no justice. Sitting here looking all delicious. So um, that's actually a bonus for me. You know, uh, a woman being absolutely stunning on top of having a golden personality. Mm, 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 mm. But that's where I am today, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully something I said has helped you and aided you in your journey in life, hopefully in relationships and things of that nature. I will leave you with one more piece of advice before I uh, give my message to the black brothers out there. Um, as I said throughout my journey, I listened through, I listened to and I kind of studied relationships. Shout out to my boy Troy Spry, uh, who wrote the book, Teach Me How to Love, Why What You Don't Know Can Hurt You. Um, I wanted to shout him out because I definitely reached back out to him. We had some conversations on social media, and I went back through his book and reflected. Another thing I did, like I said, I listened to Kevin Samuels and other things and just kind of tapped into the relationship community, was in singles groups, all that stuff, and I started picking apart things. And I took those things, and I didn't let those things consume me. I didn't absorb someone else's mindset or the mindset of those things I was taking in. I just took bits and pieces and said, oh, that's a good piece of information. I just looked at them as isolated incidents, isolated sentences that had nothing to do with me, that had nothing to do with men and women, but just people in general. And I stuck them on the wall, figuratively, and said to myself, this is interesting. These are some of the things I should probably look out for in general. And I should really t do a better job of listening and speaking and asking the actual important questions, not the petty questions that test people, but important questions to see where you stand, what you doing, how you doing, where you going, and can I see myself in that situation or scenario with you, and vice versa. I'll leave y'all with that tidbit, tidbit. But right now, let me holler at my brothers, 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 brothers. How y'all doing out there, man? I ain't talked to y'all in a minute.
my beautiful, wonderful, strong black brothers, I just got one word for you. Unity. Unity, 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 unity. Man, um, come together. Call a homeboy, uncle, cousin. Come together, man. Uh, having your boys, your crew, your circle, your squad is extremely helpful. It's extremely powerful, and it will move you. I'm doing a much better job of reaching out to the homies, touching in, checking in, how you doing, where you at, how's that new job going, this, that, and the third. It shouldn't be so awkward or so foreign when we see each other again. I'm trying not to just be homecoming, Rob. Sometimes I only see my guys at homecoming. Sometimes I only talk to my guys at homecoming. You know, shout out to the noobs. Um, nothing personal, but, you know, I just be absent-minded in my own world, and I need to do a better job, man, because those connections are what have gotten me where I am today. I cannot tell you how many times I've called a friend and just drop some knowledge or they drop knowledge and we just build and continue to move forward. So I encourage y'all to nurture your relationships, my brothers. Also, if you are unhealthy, I challenge you to work on your health. We're needed. We're needed. Our physical strength, our mental strength, our leadership, the examples we set for the young men coming behind us, for the young women who want to marry a young man, for the community, for the world who is looking at a black man. Your health is your wealth. I'm not saying you got to have a six-pack and you got to be chiseled and cut and all that stuff. Take a walk twice a week. Incorporate some vitamins in your diet. Change your diet up a little bit. Do some vegetables. <laughs> cut back on some of that meat. I challenge you to work on being healthier, man. Being healthy feels so good, and I don't want to go back to feeling unhealthy. Once I got healthy, lost weight, my life has never been better because I wake up every day, and I feel like, though I'm 36, I feel like I'm in my 20s still, except for this right knee. Sometimes that joint sound like the 4th of July when I be walking. But it don't hurt. It's just loud. But I say all that to say you can get it back. I know some of y'all may think, man, it's too late for me. and eh, I'm just used to it. I'm going to stay like this. Nah, you can do it. Even if there's one of y'all out there, I hope these words are reaching you and hitting you, and that, that's who I'm talking to. I'm about to get back on it myself. I went to the doctor not too long ago, and I gained some weight. I gained 10 pounds over the last year, which ain't bad at all. Um, and I've probably already dropped six of them. So I'm going to get back down 10 pounds and probably 15 more after that. But I challenge you, get your health together. And that's all I got for y'all, man. Um, you know, this podcast is a labor of love. This podcast is a part of me. This podcast is a part of my legacy. And all of y'all are a part of that legacy, me, um, legacy too, man. And I just want to thank y'all for continuing to listen, continuing to support. Thank you for the DMs, the emails, the likes, the subs. It really means a lot uh, to know that someone out there is listening because that means my words and the words of my guests have the chance of changing somebody's life. That's all it takes, man. Everyone that you ever seen that's successful, they worked hard, 
and or they listen to the right advice at the right time. I can tell you now, a lot of the things that I do that I'm good at were because I stopped and somebody said something to me and I said, you know what? I think I should listen to that. And I never looked back. So, hey, why not start listening today? Until next time, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, financially, and we'll catch y'all. Peace. Peace.